do you not think Honda makes good products? Uh, of course I do. That's never been remotely in question. But why does that mean that I like Avatar? Because you're not a monster, right? Because people don't want to drive what a monster drives. Stop the Honda, Rick. Do you hear me? Use a light press of your foot to engage the highly responsive anti-lock brakes of this incredible vehicle. Now! Good morning, Greendale. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben, and here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 6, Episode 7, Advanced Safety Feature. I want to point out um, that on Wikipedia, for this episode, mm-hmm. it calls it Advanced Safety Features, and also uh, with, a, with a plural at the end there, with the DVD saying the DVD re- version changes the episode's title to Advanced Safety Feature... Netflix also uses this title. Wild. It is such an inconsequential change. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, it's time for Outsourcing Mike's Bits. (laughs) I gotcha. I had to click the button. I've changed keyboards again because my new keyboard uh, was having a malfunction. And so I'm I'm back to... I, I have a separate 10 key... Which I don't uh, have gotcha. set up right now. So Gotcha, gotcha, and, gotcha. Uh-huh. It's not it's not a, a layout issue. It's just a the keyboard broke, so I have to use a different one. We've done this podcast for about a minute and we've already went way off course. So let's do that good good shuffle, shall we? For those listening, I just edited out about three minutes of me talking about my keyboard. Oh so. yeah, heat there was a lot. Oh boy. Woo, all right. All right, Mike, hit me with that question. (laughs) Oh, this one's going to lead to some interesting conversation for sure. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm I I will say I'm a little inebriated at this point, so I'm I'm coming at this with uh, with the good, good uh, graces of of uh, having a few drinks. Okay. Now, my good friend, Ben. Yes. Would you rather be in shape and have a great body, but ugly face, or have a gorgeous face, but be overweight? Uh, I mean, I already have a gorgeous face and I'm overweight, so I'm already living one of those. Same, my man. Look look at this face. Yeah, look at our faces. Very gorgeous. And look at our bodies, a little bit overweight, but that's just that's just more for, for a woman or a person to love, baby. You just hug and you squeeze in. You were teddy bears, is what we are. Now, my my one question on this is Okay. Is this a magical sort of genie that makes me always like fit without having to work oh. for it? Or it or I get to like have a very a magically very like classically attractive face because if if I have to work for it okay I don't want to maintain being in shape there's a reason I am not in shape and right. it's because you got to work for it right I'm not so willing to put in that work I agree for if me if I if I wake up tomorrow and suddenly I'm in shape 
but I have to like maintain that. I'm just going to keep working my tech IT job, sitting at a computer yeah. all day, playing video games, doing stupid podcasts about TV shows that have been canceled. Oh man, to have a great body and be doing a podcast. That's that's it's, the, it's, that's it's an awful it's an awful waste. So <laughs> to be fair, with the faces that we've got and we're doing a podcast and you can't see how good our faces look, that's also a waste. Mm-hmm. Now, but I it you know, I like riding my bike, but I'm I'm out of shape. And so like if I was in shape, that'd be great. And it'd be, you know, sure. it would be easier to maintain that because I could ride my bike more often. But it's still like, man, you got to maintain that. And like, I don't, I don't really want to put in that work. I'd rather be fat and happy than like put in the work to, right. to, you know, be in that sort of shape. So that's where it really comes down to for me. If I have to keep that up, if I have to maintain it, sure. I don't, I don't want to. It's too much, man. Just. I'm I'm fine I'm fine as it is. But if it's just like man, now you're like fit all the time forever and you don't even have to work for it cuz you know, now I can ride my bike all over the city right. and like be fast and not get winded and like that sounds great. But that's that is the I think the the uh spirit of the card is a sort of like appearance thing. Yes. Whereas like I don't mind being a little fat like that's fine. I don't I don't give a shit about it. The thing I'm I want is I'm just like, man, I want to be able to ride up some of these hills uh, on a bike without just like feeling like I'm dying. Sure. Last time I did a bike ride, I did give up uh halfway home and hopped on a bus. <laughs> hey, and no one I I I think that's a a great mobility way to get get home. I don't think that's a problem. Yeah, I think this is a really interesting or like it it this card definitely is is like equating kind of like well you could be in shape and have an ugly face or you could be out of shape and a gorgeous face and so like there's a clear like dichotomy there um which i reject uh, as as a mm-hmm. bigger gentleman with a uh, gorgeous face with such a luscious beard um it I is definitely r- really implying that like being overweight is unattractive and i therefore right. Which, uh, which trust reject me, the card. Which trust me, the ladies dig it, and by the ladies I mean my wife, and my wife is is happy with everything. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the the I I th- I think you know, like I I'm happy with the way I am of being a little bit overweight, but with a gorgeous face. Now, yes, I could probably slim down a little bit, get a little bit more in shape to you know walking around in portland and not be like mm-hmm. get to the my you know the poke place and be like oh, i just want the tuna please which is uh that that i've spliced in the recording from when i went to the sock or the 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 poke place uh, obviously uh but you know i don't think uh being overweight is a bad thing and i honestly you know like everybody's face is their face. You know, I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to be judgmental. So, you know, I'm just going to stick as I am a little mm. bit overweight, and, a little bit overweight and a gorgeous, just breathtaking face. Not that either podcast really needs the recommendation from our lowly podcast, but I do recommend the podcast maintenance phase, uh, which is about diet culture uh, the bad side of diet culture, um, mm. food fads, uh, fat phobia, etc. Sure. Uh, it's been a very good listen and it has really um, 
uh, impacted me a lot. And also The uh, Illusionist, which I've mentioned before, also just released uh, part one of a two-part episode on the word fat, uh, which is Ooh. also um, quite uh, quite interesting. Um, so Excellent. I recommend both um, because uh, they are both good and uh, can if if you like the card or like fat means ugly, then maybe listen to those and it'll it'll like blow your mind about yeah how that's not the case. Anyways, enough about that. Let's talk about Community Season 6, Episode 7, Advanced Safety Feature, or Advanced Safety Features, depending, depending, on, depending on how you watched it. We're still doing dances at Greendale. Oh, yeah. It's the alumni dance. Uh, so we get, uh, we get yeah, three plots in this episode. One is um, the Dean... <laughs> Buys a lot of Honda. Yeah, I think that I mean, that's, ties that's, that's in that's with tied in, That's tied into the the uh, Rick is back. He's not Subway anymore, right? Which I do. They don't I, even say it. I do like how they've they've dodged saying Subway the whole episode. They say sub, and then uh, the the word gets cut off. Yeah, every time, and then it's very funny. Every other time, the dean is like, uh, or, or you know, the dean's like. Well, when I met him, he was he he can't be uh, working for Honda be- secretly because when I first met him, he was secretly working for a different company. Doesn't name the company. It's everything. It's like that. They don't even say Subway in this episode. Um, it's great, but it which is, makes sense because Subway didn't pay money to be named. Honda did. Honda paid a good amount of money. Annie literally says, um, "Don't ever say that name without compensation." <laughs> <laughs> which fair uh we're not following uh, annie's uh, uh advice and maybe we should uh not I, a sponsor could be uh-huh um i will avoid talking about subway to the extent that it'll make people want subway when we've talked about uh, i have a i think i mentioned it before but i have a friend who listens to this podcast she's like damn it ben i i just needed subway after that episode and i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> Look, who's the real guerrilla marketers? We are, baby. We are. Um, but you know what? Honda we're doing CRV. it for free. We're l- doing it for the love of the game. Uh, yeah, we're not. We're not compensated by <laughs> Honda. But when you're like, oh man, you guys talked about that Honda CRV, and I went out and bought one. I just mm, like man, I, I live for the thrill, yeah, baby. I, I'm an amateur guerrilla marketer. I don't do it for money. The professionals have ruined it. It's about the art. I'm not a sellout. <laughs> it's, it's about the love of the sell. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, Rick is back. He's he's selling Hondas, doing guerrilla marketing. I do like how this plot starts with Frankie being like, there have been reports of uh, guerrilla marketers. Like, that's not a thing anyone has ever said <laughs> no. in the history of anything. But almost immediately the dean comes in and is like, I've got to tell you about the Honda CRV. And it's just like, <laughs> of course the dean is, of course the dean has been impressed by the guerrilla marketer. Uh-huh. Uh, so we get that plot. We get a plot about uh, Jeff trying to be liked by Elroy. Um, and yeah. that's it's a it's a it's a it's a like it's a light plot on that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I, I guess I guess there's only two plots. If we're if we're wrapping the the Dean buying all the Honda stuff in with the main plot, then I guess there's only the two plots. Yeah, I, I think it's really only the two plots on this one. Uh, since we already started talking about it, let's go right into the the Rick is back selling Honda sure. plot. Uh, Britta sees Subway. She's informed that Subway is back, but not not by name. No, Don't ever say that name without never compensation. Never say that name without compensation. Yet we've continued to do so. And uh, so he's back. He's doing guerrilla marketing for Honda. Um, just hanging out in the parking lot, talking to people about how great the Honda CRV is. Um, uh-huh. You know. And uh, he's good. He's good at his job. He's oh, got yeah. a new look. He's got the beard. He oh, looks the beard. He looks perfect. Like Love a it. dude hanging out in Boulder, waiting to go up to the mountains this weekend, maybe catch some fish, hold the fish for a photo, put that photo of him holding the fish on his Tinder bio. Well, I mean, depending on um, how it progresses with Britta, maybe not the Tinder. And so, yeah, she she is just like, uh, she's like, you're back. And he kind of soft sells her on the the Honda CRV and she's like wait you're working for Honda and <laughs> <laughs> it's just incredible can i can i just take a step back here and and <laughs> this is a community podcast where we have to talk about Honda for about 40 minutes so i last episode i talked about how <laughs> They they've returned to the well of the whole study group kind of getting mad at each other for all the right. like secrets. Here in season six, they're just like, what if we went back to the like shameless product placement? <laughs> we bring we bring Rick back to to be a, a yeah. guerrilla marketer for for Honda. And unlike last episode, I'm like. Nah, you can just keep coming back to this. This is fine. Like, <laughs> this is great. There's just because... something really funny about the vein that they hit with the, like, obnoxious, mm-hmm. obvious marketing. It's just very, there's some, I don't know how to describe it. It's just very funny. Well, and I, I think it's, I think it's funny in the same way that, like, the Let's Potato Chips is funny, where they're just, like, they're, they're holding up a thing that TV does, and then they're just, like, eh? And eh, eh, <laughs> right, we're doing yeah, yeah, the sure. thing like we're doing the thing and we're pretending like this is an in-universe thing and eh? because like I've mentioned it. I'm I'm sure I've mentioned on this podcast before, but like the most egregious uh, instance of uh, product placement I have ever seen is in leverage leverage season two, like the season finale. OK, they're racing across town to try to save the main character and they're having this heated discussion and then in the middle of the discussion they're like wait are you sure this is the fastest way and they're like yeah look there's no traffic and they point at the hyundai branded uh (laughs) gps navigation which was a very niche and neat thing in the year 2008 or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh and not like the 2015 honda fit then it's a slow pan from the steering wheel with the hyundai logo on it over to the gps that shows there's no traffic going across this bridge and um which is most likely one of the bridges in portland it it was absolutely the broadway bridge in portland um (laughs) and uh 
every time I watch that scene, I'm just like, oh my God, I get it. I get it. Hyundai. Hyundai is great. I get it. Oh my God. And like the rest of that show did a whole lot with that too. Like they later got sponsored by Microsoft. And so like the amount of things that it's doing in Windows 7, oh my God, it's Windows 7. Look at all this, Windows 7. There's an episode where he talks a plane down in air traffic control by loading up a copy of Microsoft Flight Simulator X. (laughs) Like, come the fuck on. (laughs) And so it's things like that that make me love episodes like this because all it's doing is saying we're being honest about what we're doing here because you can't you can't not have any idea about how to land a plane and then be like hold on I'm going to install Microsoft Flight Simulator X on this airport computer which definitely only takes about two minutes, even though that <laughs> fucking thing is huge. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to talk you down in a in a storm, <laughs> in an emergency situation. You can't do that. But here we are in community land, and we're just like talking about, oh yeah, the Honda CRV has 60 cubic feet of uh space in the back. So you can definitely fucking it. <laughs> Um, yeah, which is, you can apparently fuck in the middle of campus on a busy day, no problem. Uh-huh. That's that's what the Honda CRV gets you, baby. It it gets you tail, is what it gets you. Um, if only I- they should just put that in the ads. Yo, if you I buy know. this Honda CRV, you will get laid, and and literally no one will come bother you at all, even though you're on in the middle of a busy college campus. So anyways, they do it and uh They sure do. They <laughs> so so do. Like it's it's like we can we we just need to be in there for 15 minutes. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> but Britta only wants the 15 minutes and then she wants to just be friends because she can't be romantically involved with someone doing this guerrilla marketing bullshit, which is it then leads to the wildest change where later on she's actually doing this guerrilla bullshit, but but we're I'm jumping ahead, but it's just like Britta like doesn't it's very funny to have Britta like absolutely be like, I can't be with you if you're this. And then it's like, but I could just do it. I mean, there is a tried and true history of Britta being that's obsessed true. with exes. There's a whole episode where she has to be treated like a junkie. That's uh, yeah. to keep herself from her carny ex-boyfriend. Right. It leads to the the banana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It leads to the banana. That is often how dating goes. So uh <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot there's a tried and true history of Britta just fair. being a sucker for exes. Um, even if they uh, are actually the uh, manifest the human manifestation of sandwich restaurants sure. or guerrilla marketing for the Honda CRV. And I'm just saying, like th- Rick, Rick has to be, just be so good at it. Just gotta be so good at it. At selling Honda CRVs or at sex? Well, you know, 
now that you give me the option, both. He contains multitudes. She initially resists. Um, a, even though he's no longer Subway, he, he got free. He's now a free, reliable, quality man named Rick. He's got uh-huh. a beard. Looks the good be- with the beard. The beard I'm just going to say it. It's a good just look. real good beard. Uh, Rick does say that he came back for her, but uh, he's definitely, you know, he's, he's, uh, he, he, he can't turn it off. He's living the lifestyle. Well, and part, with a level of seven it, susceptible like the Dean, how can mm-hmm. you turn it off? Part of it is sort of the obsession with doing it. Part of it's just he's real good at it. And part of it is he is contractually obligated to always be in sure. character. He's and, kayfabing Honda CRVs. Right. I do love that you're adding wrestling terminology into that. So wonderful. Um, but I do want to point out, like, uh, it, <laughs> he keeps going back to the Dean. <laughs> he just keeps going back. Because he's a level seven susceptible. And also, he doesn't know what real people do. He's like, what do real people do? Oh, they buy things. I'll do that. As if that's a job. <laughs> it's our only job in this society, Mike. So, hey yeah, he does get the dean to buy two different cars because um, first, the uh, he, he convinces the dean to get a Honda Fit. Yeah. Dean immediately rushes out to go buy a Honda Fit. He shows up. He's like, Rich... T- Rick, take a look at my Honda Fit. Oh my God, it's so great. Wait, didn't you drive a Honda Fit? Oh, I drive a CRV. And the Fit combines the efficiency of a subcompact with the versatility to take whatever life throws at. Yeah, that's what you said. That's me. Can the CRV not take what life throws at it? Yeah, but the CRV has durability and storage. Okay, that makes sense. I bet my bank has a grace period. I'm going to get a CRV. But then the Dean immediately runs off to go ostensibly return the car and get the CRV, but instead he just ends up with the CRV and the fit, which he manages to drive both of them to school. I'm not going to overthink about that. Let's, let's just not. Yeah. He also, somehow he got both cars to the Greendale parking lot. And I think he also has like a, a a leaf blower or something. I got a Mm -hmm. little confused at it, but it was just like, it was just, yeah, they threw it in. Britta and uh, Rick, bone uh, uh after he shows her the uh honda crv 60 40 fold down seat the dean gets multiple cars this episode's wild <laughs> this episode uh, is just <laughs> wild um I, I do want to point out that rick's boss at honda is billy zane oh yeah oh yeah That's wild it is so so awesome to see billy zane and like and he's very good. He's very good and he's like bald and like it's a different like Billy Zane has always had that like the luscious hair. The the luscious like black hair. You've got him in Titanic, you've got him in Back to the Future. Exactly. Um you know, he's got that look. So he shows up and I'm just like god. I know I know who that is. oh my god, like it drove me nuts because like <laughs> I, I I knew same. I knew Absolutely I had seen him. Absolutely same. But I just couldn't place who it was. And then the moment that I, I realized it was Billy Zane, I was like, oh, my God, it's Billy fucking Zane. And he's so good in this. He is the so way, good in the this. The way that his character trait is leaves abruptly, 
in a way to make it <laughs> feel magical, but is just like hiding a little bit is very good. Uh-huh. Just uh, just very incredible. Yeah, so there's a scene between the two of them at Britta's bar, which um I I caught the name is the Vatican, which is a interesting name for a bar. Um anyways, the Billy Zane <laughs> shows true. up. Uh, he's he's uh, this dude in a suit. He wants a club soda. She upsells him on some scotch. Hey, club soda, please. How about a little something in there to keep a company? What do you recommend? Well, scotch and soda is a classic. This one's okay. We just got this one in. It's got a pig on the bottle. But this one, this one's really good. It's aged eight years, smoky from Scotland. A little pricier, but worth it. I drink this one when I've got a reason to celebrate. And I will take that one. I think I've got something to celebrate. Oh yeah, what's that? She's good. Which he claims is the finest scotch he's that he's had. Uh, don't put the finest scotch you've ever had in. So like that seems like a waste of good scotch. Well, just my now, two cents. Now we're assuming that he's also not selling her on the idea that he is mm, having the mm-hmm. best scotch of her his life. So like there's a set. There's a lot of selling here. Okay. He is okay. A, he is the boss of a salesman. I can see that. That makes sense. Because I'm like, eh, there's no like, you're not gonna put the finest scotch in the so it's scotch and soda. That's it's no, don't do that. Don't do that. But, no, here, but but you're you, you, like, you, you, there's something to be said about like saying something that like clearly the person is looking to hear. He uh, does manage to get. Britta to join them by saying that if if she agrees to be a guerrilla marketer for Honda, yeah. then she can be with Rick in public. Um, and so they would be they'd be both kayfabing Honda together at the same time. Literally wrestling is everywhere. <laughs> Just wrestling is everything now. Um look, yeah. I am I am two episodes deep in this I uh Vince McMahon uh, behind the bastards thing. <laughs> there are four that's more episodes of this shit to the go, only my dude. Reason, that's literally the only reason you would say kayfabe so often if you were not in the middle of the Vince McMahon uh series. I follow it, enough of, of you folks who, who are interested yeah, in wrestling on Twitter that I knew what kayfabe was. All right, all right. But this was not the introduction to kayfabe. It's not the introduction, but you haven't been... You. It's not like you've just said kayfabing a whole lot in your it's life. On, it's on my brain That's what because I'm of the behind the bastards thing. Yes, you're correct. Anyways, so um, they become uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, kayfabe Honda, and... Um, Billy Zane is like, do you love this man? She says, I do. Then I pronounce you a highly influential couple. You may kiss your boyfriend. And boom, now they're both shilling for Honda. Full time. All the time. You can never break character. All I'm saying is that like she she's... She t- does take a while to realize she's everything that she's always hated. So I really do think that Rick must just be just... In bed, just incredible. Just incredible. I think Britta just can't handle exes, uh, is what it comes down to. I don't know. Um, when he when when he was uh, a sub uh person, 
or well, that's the different descriptor. Uh, when he was a a different company's spokesperson, they got it up to some shenanigans. They did, but it was, and, and that wasn't an X situation. So I think they were. I think I think he lays good wood, if you will. <laughs> I mean, you can haul a lot of wood in the back of that Honda CRV. So excellent, good work. Previously, it was a foot long. So. Um, <laughs> They immediately, the next day at Greendale, they guerrilla market to Todd. They sit down with him at at lunch, and then they're just talking about their weekend plans. They're going to go antiquing. It's like, oh, I thought you hated antiquing. Well, I did because I didn't have enough room to to carry all that stuff home. But now with the Honda CRV, and then they just talk it up. And then Todd is immediately just like, Honda CRV. Hmm. He literally forgets what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I also, Britta does use the smoothest of smooth thing of, it's certainly been a sex life changer, which is (laughs) not smooth in the slightest, but you go off, Britta. Uh, But I mean, technically it has because she wasn't getting sex before. She meets the guy with the Honda CRV. Boom, sex life changed. And she's also not, more antiquing. She's not lying. And, and more antiquing. More, like, what, what? what's the problem? You get to go antiquing and also get laid? Who Who says What no? a weekend. What a weekend. <laughs> Man, I, 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 would, I would clear my schedule for a week after that weekend. Mm-hmm. I would just be glow, living on the afterglow for at least a week. Mm-hmm. Antiquing uh, and sex. Yes. Everyone like, man, Mike, you're you're glowing. You must have had a great weekend. You're like, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, buddy. You know it. I don't I don't go antiquing and tell, but we did fuck in the CRV, <laughs> kind of a lot. <laughs> I like how I like how I'm not going to tell you anything about what I did antiquing, but I will tell you how dirty it got in the CRV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It got nasty. They they do such a good job of of uh selling to Todd that um Britta's just like, oh my god, you're amazing. The Honda CRV is amazing. I, I want I want you to meet my parents, and they just start making out at the table. So, you know, she's she's horny for Rick and or the Honda CRV. At this point, and, who knows? And and at this point, can you really separate Rick from the Honda CRV? Mm-hmm. Um, impossible. They are exactly. one they the are same. basically one in the same. Uh, quick side tangent uh, in the dean's office because uh, he's he's now bought um, all the Honda stuff. Liter- legitimately everything that Honda offers, it seems like, including he's, like somehow a race car, like the race suit. He's mm-hmm. got that. He's literally straddling a Honda motorcycle in his office. Um, and that's when oh. Frankie walks in and she's just like, oh my God, what? And, and he, he says, <laughs> he says, would you, would you say I'm a level seven susceptible? And she says, no, why would I? Because that's moon man talk. That legitimately made me laugh out like as loud as I could. It was so perfect. And then Frankie's just like, I have so many questions. But I can't ask them. Most of them are rhetorical. Do you yeah, know, she, do you, she, do you know what rhetorical like, need, means? She's like, I need to be positive. I have a rule of uh-huh. being positive. Uh-huh. 
She, so she's like, no, of course you don't, because you're, you're, you're an idiot. Oh, my God, you're such a dumb, dumb, stupid idiot. And you're such a dumb little man who tries to destroy the school every minute. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, she just like, loses she's it. Like, clearly, like, wanting to call him an idiot, but she's, she's like, not letting herself do it, but she's actually doing it. She's like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. You, you just dumb, dumb man. It's very and funny to me. I feel like if anyone gave this little monologue that wasn't Paget Brewster, it would be not that funny. Yeah. But Paget oh. Brewster doing this is just a treasure. I, I love it. Incredible. Just wonderful. Because it's very clear. She just keeps going like, oh, I'm so sorry. But, oh, you're just, God, you're just such a little dumb man. Just, oh, I'm sorry. Like, she just keeps going back and forth. <laughs> she so delivers good. it so well. It's- I love it. I have a rule about being constructive, so I can't ask any questions right now because all of the questions that I have right now are rhetorical and they end with the word idiot. Do you know what a rhetorical? No, of course you know what that is. You're an idiot. I'm sorry. I am so sorry, but you're so stupid. You have no idea. And you're the only one who has no idea because guess why? Don't answer that, you'll get it wrong. Also dumb. You're just a dumb little man who tries to destroy this school every minute. I am sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, it's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but Oh, so stupid. Oh, shh, shh, shh. Such a dummy. And, and like, there's there's a hug, and it's like, oh, you you sweet, sweet dummy. It's just, it's so good. Back over at Britta's uh, parents' house, um, they are uh, hanging out um, and just having a nice little chat, drinking some wine. Rick does try to sell to Britta's parents. Uh, He's talking about the exquisite quality floor mats, including liking Avatar, which they have to do in public because you don't want to be contrarian. You don't want to like, you know, get people mad at you. So like you've, you got to like it. It's an immensely popular movie. Right. And, And what I, what is described as if you don't like Avatar, you're a monster and nobody wants what a monster drives, which is, a fucking wild statement. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like Avatar, so uh, I guess don't drive my car because I I'm guess, a monster. I, I'm not a huge fan of it either, although I recognize that some people do. So I guess don't drive my car either. Uh, Yeah, so don't. there you go. Two monsters. You're listening to the Monster Podcast. Woo! We don't like Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Ben and the Monster here on KWXPY. Coming up next, we hate Avatar. Navi, I'd rather not. That's the sound clip on that one. I didn't. I didn't have one. <laughs> We're gonna need to get a soundboard for um, this. Uh, full this. of yeah, our new our new podcast, Ben and the Monster. Um, you know what? <laughs> which we're both monsters, <laughs> but you the get one. the top billing <laughs> yeah, as monster. Yeah. To be um, fair, mm-hmm. I'm like legitimately. I'm like, that's a pretty good name for the next podcast that we do. <laughs> uh, like if we somehow t- be like, you know, instead of our rewatch format, we're gonna go. We're gonna turn hard into a morning shock jock radio 
format. I'm like, just what I everybody wanted I from us. Fucking, I can fucking do that. <laughs> Coming up next, your your drive time at five. Coming at you with Steve on the on the traffic. But before that, fuck Avatar. I hate that goddamn movie. <laughs> Unobtainium. That's so reductive. Unobtainium, more like dumb obtainium. What? Got him. That's garbage. We're 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 talking garbage here. Um this is this is the worst thing we've ever come up with. And uh we came up with this podcast. Yeah, I know. We're uh we're, we're <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny how every time we swing, the quality gets a little bit worse. Every time we mm-hmm, swing, mm-hmm. it like we hit a double the first time, we hit a single this one, and then we're just grounding out into double plays. Britta does describe Avatar as three hours of puke, so uh, I'm with Britta on this one. Um, I mean, it's just, I, I, I feel like that's a bit over on Avatar. I just don't remember it, and it was, like, fine, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm not no going to get into It's no Titanic. My... <laughs> it's true. It's no Titanic. Uh, a movie that I actually do quite enjoy. And I'm not Billy gonna... Zane's in it. And Billy Zane's in it. Boom. There you go. What else Look do you need? Look at the connections here. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to get into my feelings on Avatar. No one wants to hear my feelings on Avatar. It's if fine. you'd like to hear Ben's feelings on Avatar, we have a Patreon. Uh, tweet tweet at Good Greendale and let me know if you would like a hour long bonus episode on my feelings on Avatar and why I hate it. Um, and in which I am not part of. It's just been recording just, by himself. It's just me ranting for an hour. God, that's exactly whatever. Oh, look at that. Our Patreon. <laughs> we haven't even released this episode. Our Patreon subscribers are dropping <laughs> in real time. Well, this episode doesn't come out to the 30th. And here on the 23rd, everybody's like, oh, God, it's happening. Later in the Honda CRV, they're driving home. And uh, Brett is like, oh, God, you like Avatar? And that's when he's like, in public, Yes. We like most things people like. Our job isn't to alienate people. So this is where we're getting that real like Honda kayfabe where right, just yeah. like he has to anytime he's in public, even with Britta's parents, right. he has to maintain character and he expects her to maintain character even even with her own parents because you, you always got to be selling. Uh, HBH, always ABH always be Hondaing. <laughs> I was like, wait, where's the first H? Honda be Honda. Ha- always be Hondaing. She's like, so why does I-, I like Honda? Why does liking Honda mean that I like Avatar? And that's when he says, because you're not a monster. So you right. know, now we go back to Ben and the monster right, drive right. time at five, etc. I hate Avatar. Right, and and if you want that as our next podcast, just tweet at us. Uh, let's go back to. The uh, Jeff and Elroy plot, because this okay. is where the, the two plots intertwine. Um, okay. Yes. You're so right. Jeff kind of notices that uh, or the, the, fir- the group notices that Elroy doesn't want to really spend any time with them beyond like business. Right. Um, and so they the, the study group. I keep calling them the study group. They're not really a study group anymore. They they really aren't. But at you know it's such a shorthand for what they used mm-hmm. to be and how it's kind of it's transformed into the well. I mean it's I guess it's not the Save Greendale Committee anymore either. 
because Greendale got saved. This random Wait. assortment of people. Well, who, isn't it the events committee at this point? I they're, think? they're a something. I don't they're know a what they are. Of some kind. Loosely the com- connected people. The committee of loosely connected people uh, notices that Elroy tends to leave rather than hang out with them after business. And so Annie and Abed come up with the idea to have a little game night because he's a child of the 90s. They're going to play this apparently popular 90s game called The Ears Have It. It sounds vaguely fun that I imagine is dumb after the first time i bet it would be really fun while a little too drunk the first time you ever do it and then after that you'd be like why does this game take up space in my board game closet you're chasing the high the first time because you you know some games are just like you do it once and you're you're good some games reward repeated playing. You know, some mm-hmm, games are mm-hmm. some games ticket to ride. You want to play all the time. It's good. It's it's got that lasting power. But some games, uh, let's go with Cards Against Humanity. You play once, you get the shock factor, and you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, but they they do end up playing this game, and um, they have a, a grand old time. They're loud enough that Jeff hears them from his office, and then Jeff's like. Uh, you know, he 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 says he'll you know join or whatever, and then that's when Elroy's like, oh well, you can take my spot because uh, I've I've got to go uh, do something, and that's when they're like, well, no, I mean Elroy clearly likes us. Oh, maybe he just doesn't like Jeff, and Jeff immediately becomes obsessed with this idea. Right, and I I feel like uh, Jeff has gotten obsessed with the idea of people not liking him before. I can't remember what episode, but. But I feel like this this plot isn't all new material, but it's a you know like clearly within somebody in the group. I mean, there's a there's a couple of times when Jeff gets upset that someone doesn't like him, and then there's also the episode where he becomes obsessed with people liking him when uh, they do the um, that's the kids celebrity lookalikes, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so so Jeff obviously has uh, has not gotten past this part of his. He has he has an ego, which is canonically an apple. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, and, an apple that inflates sometimes. But man, when somebody doesn't like him, it 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 deflates, and he's got to get that back up. So his apple has deflated, and he decides that he needs to get Elroy to like him <laughs> because we do get another scene later where Jeff tries to sit with the group. The group's all hanging out with Elroy. They're telling like inside jokes. Yeah, they're eating um, lunch, you know, you know, as you do. Laughing, having a good time. And Jeff uh, goes to sit down and Elroy's like, oh, you can have my spot. I, I gotta go run, uh, you know, gotta go do something. Or gotta and, go to class or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember which one. And so, you know, Jeff is just taking this real hard. They We also get a moment where Abed has found a uh, CD of uh, Natalie is freezing. uh, Like it's a charity CD for homeless skateboarders. So it's a bunch of songs by Natalie is freezing that Elroy has never heard. Mm -hmm. The band Uh, somehow, despite having dated Julie from Natalie is freezing, who is not Natalie, because why would anyone in the band be called? Sure. I mean, they're artists. Um, but uh, yes, it's, it's, it sounds like it was a 
you know, the, the time together was not the super longest. So this might've been after that relationship. Fair enough. Um, so that's when Jeff hatches this plan. Cause there's going to be this dance, the alumni dance. And so Jeff cancels the DJ uh, which I do find funny because Abed is just like, what's the point of a DJ? Like, what's the difference between a DJ and like a phone or a laptop? Right. There's a. So, I feel like there is a decent amount of knowing what song to play without people are in the mood for. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, a, a band can do that too. But but with guitars and not a CD. I was at a wedding once where uh, they played um, Earth Angel immediately followed by Johnny B. Good. And I'm like, oh, this DJ knows what's up. (laughs) (laughs) You want that sound you're looking for? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And it's a Billy Zane movie. It's it's all Billy Zane all the time. All Billy Zane all the time, baby. This is Ben and the Monster. Today we're talking about Billy Zane and only Billy Zane. What movies has he been in? What TV shows? Well, he was in Community, Season 6, Episode 7. Tom he Hanks, get out of here! Tom Hanks can get fucked. We're talking about Billy Zane. Leonardo DiCaprio, I don't want him unless it's in the same context as Billy Zane, like the movie Titanic. Now I have to hope that nothing bad happens to Tom Hanks in the next week, because this is going to sound real bad. Oh, man. <laughs> but the best part, I don't know when you edit these are, but you have a chance of like, well... Tom Hanks, we gotta cut that. We gotta cut that one joke about Tom Hanks because it, because we didn't see him uh, getting bitten by a shark. Tom Hanks is not Billy Zane, so he can get bitten by a shark for all I fucking care. Wow, if he does get bitten by a shark, <laughs> boy, the egg is gonna be on your face, my friend. And that's coming from the monster. You're listening to Ben and the Monster here on WKYGX. Wow. <laughs> So this is the dumbest uh, continued bit that we've done in a long time. It's bad. Uh, and we should feel bad. So, yeah. And yet, you know, what's what, you know, the best part of that when we think a bit is dumb as shit, people like it. You know, <laughs> it's that true. It's, it's, it's the weirdest. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Uh-huh. It's like, man, this is such a dumb joke. And everybody's like, keep doing the dumb joke. We love the dumb joke. I have noticed that. Uh, so <laughs> Jeff decides that he is going to take it upon himself to cancel the DJ and instead invite 90s band Natalie is Freezing, right. Elroy's this, favorite band, this does to bring the dance. Up, this does bring up one small issue. The DJ was also going to be doing the uh, the frozen yogurt, if I believe, if I'm correct. It might be the ice cream. It was some kind of frozen confection uh, so that they can just handle that, right? Mm-hmm. So I do want to real quick call out um, on the community-sitcom.fandom.com slash wiki slash Natalie is freezing. Okay. There is a screenshot from the writers of just a big list of Uh, band names for Natalie is freezing. According to the wiki, staff writer Clay Lapari tweeted a picture of a few of the band's names that they came up with. Um, in a later interview with Yahoo, creator Dan Harmon went into detail about the name. We had the writers generate a list of 90s band names, and they came up with some great ones. Kneecap Jenny might be one of them. But the funny thing is that Natalie is Freezing was actually, it was my choice from this long list that was generated, and it wasn't the writers that came up with it. It was somebody in the art department. 
They're often much better at that kind of stuff. Natalie is freezing sounded perfect to me. So there's a screenshot of this big list of band names. I'm just going to read a few of my favorites. It is probably about 40 names just in this screenshot. Oh, I'd say more than that. There's a lot Um, of them. It is. It's like three columns of band it's, names. It's, it's a it's lot. A lot. Um, uh, Heaven's Skate. It's pretty good. Um, Very good. Johnny Football Hero. Oh, that that draw. My eye was drawn to that one. Yes. Marginal Efficacy. That's a that's a pretty <laughs> good one. Um, uh, Theta Portal sounds like. Um, some Good. weird shit. World Trade Center, yeah, definitely I on the list. That one too. <laughs> it would, it would really be a fucking '90s band, and then oh boy, uh-huh. they don't know what's about to happen. Denise the Menace, uh, pretty good. I like that one. That's pretty good. good. Um, Gangrene with Envy, Mona good. Lisa Bile. <laughs> <laughs> Seven Strangers, which is points out, it's a three-member band. Yes, uh, that's, so that's wonderful. That's pretty good. Um, uh, I, I, so I like I like better than Ethan. That's that's a good one. That's, that's a, a good very one. funny one. Uh, let's go. Uh, Golden Humanoid is not funny, but is actually a pretty good band name. Tongue Noir is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a little visceral, to be honest. Um, is it as visceral as like black dress crucifixion? I don't know. Tongue noir, just uh, there's something about that. Yeah, um, th- you're right. There's something so- about there's that. Some- there's something about it. Um, so yeah, there, if you want to look at the whole list, uh, there's it's on the community wiki. Just literally Google "Natalie is freezing" and um, you'll you'll find it. PH Delirium is very good as well. Jeff does invite Natalie is freezing. Um, none of the band members are Natalie. Uh, important right. to note. They're but all one artists. is Lisa Loeb. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love how wild often get. Lisa Loeb shows up on just whatever television show calls her up. It does feel like she's like, yeah, I'll do it. Whatever. Because wasn't she on like, wasn't she on like Rugrats or something? I feel like I remember that. Uh... Hold on, I'm, I'm going to go to a know. filmography. I don't think I was right on that one. It is selected roles and cameos, so hold on. I have to go to the uh, the uh, Internet Movie Database. But thank you, Please Jeff do. Bezos. Bezos is, is updating that as we speak. I know so he's, he's working very he's hard, wor- working and I appreciate hard. it. Mm-hmm. That's what CEOs do nowadays. Furiously typing away at uh, Lisa Loeb's IMDb page. She was the singing voice of the newborn baby in the Rugrats movie. That's a that's a a, a win on the board for Mike. Yeah, I'm pointing to the you know I've got a big mm-hmm. um, Family Feud board here up on my wall here, and I pointed to it's, it. It's true, he does. Uh, don't ask for pictures though, because uh, he's no. contractually obligated to never show can't, anyone. Can't do it. Um, also on the Drew Carey show. So, you know, just... Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And the Andy Dick show. I don't remember the Andy Dick show, and I'm fine with that. Uh, She was also on the Sarah Silverman program. And apparently, uh, Gossip Girl and Doc McStuffins. And Workaholics. She's done a lot. 
actually now that I'm watching this, done a lot of cameos. Hold on. I'm pretty sure she was on Steven Universe, wasn't she? As the uh as uh Opal? That's not shown here. What's going on? Do I not have the full Lisa Loeb experience? Uh Amy Mann plays oh, Opal. How have I I have gotten them Oh my god, I'm going to think about how much how much people are going to be like you can't tell Amy Mann and Lisa Loeb apart? How dare you? Look, Lisa Loeb is going to murder you tonight, and uh, it's you know, been nice knowing right, you, but I'm not going right to stop her. And she's right to do it. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. right to do it. Elroy gets upset by this. He he just nopes out of there. He goes to Britta's bar, which is where we come back to the A-plot, because uh, he walks into the bar, and he's like, oh my god, you people are everywhere. Which uh, is looking a for very a place funny to way to say it. Um, and then they have a really funny discri- discussion because, like, as much as you have to tend your own garden, some t- or your own castle, sometimes you got to open the. Oh, what's the thing? And then they do this wild charades game <laughs> for Britta to remember the word drawbridge. Sure, yes, you got to defend your castle, but you also got to. What's that thing that castles have? Walls. Come on. A moat? It goes over the moat. Goes over the moat. Enemy knights, cavalry, uh, arrows. No, come on, stop it. It goes like this. Uh, alligators? No, it's one thing. It's mechanical. One mechanical alligator. Are you screwing with me? I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. It's one mechanical thing. It goes over the moat. It goes like this. A catapult. Ah! Oh, Jesus. What, what do you... And it is the best level of comedy ever. It's so... Right, because... It- Cackling. She's like, Just she's so like the, the thing, the thing that protects the castle, and he's like knights, and he's like, <laughs> no, the thing that goes, the thing that goes around the the castle, a moat, yeah, okay, but like the thing, the thing that goes over, the thing that goes over the moat, um, and just like, I think at one point he's like an armored crocodile. Well, because <laughs> she's doing a drawbridge motion with her hand, and he's like an alligator. Um, no, it protects the cat, and like, it's yeah, so it's a, good. it's a whole thing. It's so it's, funny. It's a very funny thing to put in a very, um, uh, what would normally be a very emotional moment. Yeah, and legitimately <laughs> undercuts the entire moment. You're right. But it is th- one of the funniest jokes in the episode to put in there. And it's so good. Because it's just like, w- you know, we're having these two plots intersect. But hold on a moment. We've got about a, f- a minute of a joke here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so, but she's like, you know... You, you gotta you gotta tend to your own castle and and trying to get this thing and then that's when Rick comes in and he's like, look, I'll quit Honda. I'll get a regular job. What do people do? Uh, they buy things. I'll do that. And Again, then just a complete a misunderstanding of what a job is. So she's she is ready to get back with Rick because Rick's gonna get a real mm-hmm. job of buying things. Right. And then the only a, real job inc- that we all have. Right. And does an incredibly awkward climb over the bar, which is just tremendous again. It's just a chef kiss, just a perfect moment. And then they leave, and then that's when Elroy's like, a drawbridge, a, a drawbridge. Like, he's running out, screaming after them, like, a drawbridge. And then he returns to his gin and tonic, and there's just a guy from the back <laughs> that kind of looks out and then disappears. And I'm like, what is, what the fuck is going on at this bar? I mean, imagine you're working your uh, job at a bar, and someone starts shouting, a drawbridge. <laughs> And then you look outside, uh, out out at the bar, and it's just a dude, an old dude drinking a gin and tonic. 
the bartender is not at the bar <laughs> because Britta just abandons the bar in the middle of her shift to go to this right. this dance where Natalie is freezing is playing. Yeah. Uh, this is also where we find out that uh, uh, Elroy used to date Julie from Natalie sure. is Freezing. So an important plot point, but I do I do want to point out this bar is at this point only has Elroy in it, and mm-hmm. then a guy in the back. That's it. That's all that's happening here. I mean, I guess that means his gin and tonic is free. So you know, I mean, no one's paying for it. No one's going to receive uh-huh. payment. He he is not doing the job of capitalism. He cannot make a purchase. Uh, we go back to the school where uh, Rick is uh, ready to give up the uh, the life of being a Honda shill. But that's when he but. overhears Frankie on the phone. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, the dean, he's just he he just needs a whole fleet of vehicles. He just needs to figure out what he wants to spend all that money on for this fleet of vehicles. And Rick wants to get back into this game one last time, one last score. It's such a like heist wording is so funny to me. Because again, I mean, for him, I mean, yeah, it's a job, but also like it's a lifestyle. He does it. There, he does it for the money, but he does it for the love of the game. There's clearly a rush when you sell something to somebody that I'm never going to understand. I'm just never going to know it. But he's never going to know getting that, you know, you, you make all the tests pass mm-hmm. on your, your function. Oh, I, I you mean, know what? I think if you move that into selling a thing, I can see where he's going for. But like, yeah, you, you've got you've got Britta. She's gorgeous. She wants to be with you. She is anti-capitalist. That is a true fact. I mean, not to constantly bring it back to the time that I worked at TiVo for 45 days, but uh I did work at TiVo for 45 days in the sales and retention department. And uh, which most of that, by the way, was training. That wasn't 45 days on the phone, just for the record. (laughs) Just so that everybody knows. It was about 20 days of training. Uh, So, you know, anyways. That's like three. That's four weeks of training. That's a lot of training. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of training. So... It was sales and retention, so mostly I was doing the retention thing where I was trying to get people sure. to not cancel. But I did do some sales because they they prioritized sales because that's where the money was. Right. So if sales got busy, you'd get you'd get pushed in or if you were good at sales, which I was not, you would get pushed into sales. And so you you try to sell TiVos, and I will tell you this, I have sold multiple TiVos to people in my lifetime. There was no rush in that. Well, there was a tiny little bit of rush because I did get a $10 commission on every TiVo that hey, I sold. And roll it when in the you're, money, my man. When you're poor as shit and doing a shitty TiVo sales job for like nine bucks an hour. That's that, like a whole hour. That's a whole hour of work that you just, you got money for. Like, boom, 10 bucks. So the rush of that $10 in, in, in my wallet, that was great. But there was no love for the sale. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I sold them on the HD version. Oh, my God, I need a cigarette. Like, there's none of that. I mean, you needed a cigarette afterwards anyway, but that's a different discussion. Uh, It's because I wanted to be dead. So, um, (laughs) boy, that got dark. Wow, what a relatable (laughs) sentence. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, if I I had to choose between selling TiVos and Brita, uh, I would choose Brita uh, every time. Yeah. She's like, 
a very attractive woman. She's a very attractive woman who is only going to get on your nerves some of the time. But who isn't? Just don't ever mention bagels and it, you're fine. Um, Cause, or anything that has any connection whatsoever to New York. Yeah, you'll be fine. Um, so, but he, he wants to be back in the game. And Would he, you like to watch Spider-Man? Did you know I lived in New York? Damn it, Britta. He wants to get back into the game. This one last score. It is very heist movie. Like, I keep trying to get out, but I got to get one last score. So he it tries is, to go yeah. sell the Dean on Honda. And uh, he gets picked up by school security and escorted out. Yeah, it's um, like a, it's like they, they laid a sting on them. Because uh-huh. I mean, have you seen how much money the athletics department has? I mean, it it was a st- it was very much a sting because Frankie is like, oh yeah, no, they need so many vehicles. It's they just, not even it. <laughs> he just he just needs to decide which company he's going to go with for all of those vehicles. For the he needs a whole fleet of them, like within earshot. Like yeah, yeah. it is very much because like, she's not even hiding it. <laughs> Frankie is even like. Because the, the dean's like, did I do good? And she's like, yeah, you did good. You're a very smart, good dean. Like, so it is very much a sting. It's Rick gets like caught up in the like sting. A, a dum-dum as, or like a dum-dum lollipop as he walks off like, I was a good dean. And so Rick gets escorted out. Uh, Billy Zane shows up again and, and he's like, you know, he can never come back, right? And she's like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, although, you know, if you wanted to join us. You were good. She says the the 2015 Honda CRV sells itself. (laughs) That's why it was whatever, whatever utility sports utility car of the year. Incredible. Just it's you. God, it's so good. It's just so funny when a, when clearly this has been sponsored by Honda and it, like the jokes punch you in the face with Look, how much it's se- on. Six seasons in, like if if season two, if you're if KFC is just like, I had no idea they were gonna do that. What the shit? Like, okay, fine. Season six, you've, you've seen them know- do KFC, you've seen them do Subway, you know what you're getting into. Honda yeah. wanted this. <laughs> Because you know what? We're talking about the fucking 2015 CRV. There's yeah. no reason I should ever be talking about a 2015 Honda <laughs> CRV. And I have said it 90 times on this podcast. <laughs> I'm thinking about 60 40 fold down seats, baby. Come on. All that cargo space, the exquisite floor mats. Okay, I am going to look up the Kelly Blue Book on a 2015 Honda CRV. See what it currently goes for in on May twenty third, twenty twenty three. Um, uh, it's got a four point one consumer rating on Kelly Blue Book, so that's pretty good. Um, I don't uh, shopping for see cars for sale. There we go. All right, all right. Let's buy a twenty fifteen Honda CRV right <laughs> here on the podcast. Do Let's do it. Uh, there is one of, at Honda of Salem, Oregon. That's twenty four thousand. Holy shit. That that's, that's 20, a, 24 thousand? Yeah. I yeah. bought a new car in 2019, <laughs> a brand new car. For I mean, that, 22,000. That, that is clearly the highest one and it's got low miles I think is a thing. There are some prices that are 18,000, which is a little bit better, but I think used cars are going through a moment. 
I mean, I did have I did have a little bit where um, the brand new car I bought in 2019 was actually worth more than what I bought it for. <laughs> like I could have I could have sold my car in 2021 and made a profit on it. Yeah, which is generally not what happens with cars. Uh, just Every, point everyone I've ever talked to has been like, oh, never buy a new car. It loses value the moment you drive it off the lot. And here I am just like my car has gained value. <laughs> <laughs> it's an asset for me in my portfolio. Uh, unfortunately, it's not a Honda uh, 2015 Honda CRV because they sell themselves. They really um, apparently they still do. Uh, Billy Zane now, there's does only the thing. six available. So, you know, that that and that's mm. nationwide. Billy Zane does do the thing where he he points off in a direction and Britta's just like, ugh. so she looks and then he hides yeah. behind a thing. And he's and not she's, even hiding all that well. She's literally like, oh, my God, where did he go? How does he always do it? Um, back at the Natalie is freezing concert. Uh, Jeff and Elroy have made up. Um, there's a scene where we kind of skipped over Elroy. Yeah, we skipped is, over the whole Elroy thing. Elroy is um, uh, he, he confronts Julie and he's like, look, you broke me like you did a number on me and blah, blah, blah. And it's a I don't remember what he said. I didn't take any notes. I'll splice it in the episode. Julie, you messed me up. You came after me because I wasn't interested. You got me interested, and I fell hard. Then you got bored and destroyed me. And I've been afraid to love anybody for 20 years since. But not anymore. Okay. I still love you. But I'm not going to keep on hurting others just because you hurt me. Fine. Fine. That's you. That's my impression of you. You jaded hipster a-hole. I still love your music. Have a great gig. She is very, like, disaffected by the whole thing. It's like... Uh, fine fine that's what you sound like um and then he uh then jeff does come in and is like elroy i i just want to say it to you i like you and i want you to like me and elroy hugs him is like we're gonna be friends and walks off and then both then julie he does scoffs. he does say i love you and then he points to julie and says i love you and he's, he says i love you to everyone and goes right. off singing i love that's you that's fair uh, but then, but that that leads Jeff and Julie to both scoff in the same way, and I'm like, well, of course, Elroy wouldn't like you at first blush. Here, you're you're reminding him of his ex. Jeff is male Julie. Jeff is male Julie. We've all been saying it this whole time. Joel McHale is male Lisa Loeb. That's what we've always been saying. Fascinating. Okay. I'll buy it. I'll buy that for a dollar. So uh, at the actual concert, they're all enjoying it. Jeff and Elroy are hanging out. Elroy's (laughs) like, yo, I think this song's about me. Or maybe heroin. Um, Also, the plot that we, the the tiny, tiny, tiny plot that we put off in the background. We we did not mention this one because I have a note about it. Way back in the beginning, they're talking about Troy and... Uh, Frankie's like, what is it with Troy? Like, you guys always talk about him. Like, what what was so special about him? And then uh, Jeff is like, he played the steel drums. And she's just like, steel drums? Hmm. And kind of like stares off in the distance and then walks off. And he's like, that's not going to pay off immediately, but it's going to pay off and it's going to be great. And in the background, 
of this Natalie is Freezing song, Frankie is playing the fucking steel drums and getting so into it. And it is the most ridiculous little bit. They didn't need to do this, but they did. It's so good. First off, Frankie's, uh, uh, Padgett Brewster's acting during the sequence of like, just like keeping up with it and like, like taking the the rest is very funny. Um, I did f- at the very beginning. I kind of felt something was definitely off with 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 the way he said steel drums because it felt very like heavily ADR'd after the fact. And I looked it up, and on the community wiki, apparently what they filmed was kettle drums. But Dan Harmon's like, "Oh, that's not what I was thinking of the entire time," and only <laughs> learned after the fact. Um, so they had to redub it. Which is fantastic. incredible. And fantastic. I, I, just what a what a wonderful nugget to find on the community wiki. Hey, we have given two community facts this episode, which is two more facts than we usually give in a given episode. <laughs> so pat ourselves on the back here. Uh, yeah, we're doing this. This is what community podcasting is all about, baby. We get a little montage of like uh, everyone hanging out and having a good time. Uh, except for Rick, who is driving off in his 2015 Honda CRV, and one a single tear falls down on the dashboard uh, on the uh, steering wheel of his uh, Honda CRV, which is um, just a wonderful shot to end the the main episode on. I honestly kind of wish we didn't even have a tag for this episode because this would be the the perfect shot to just be like end credits, right? We do get a tag, though. It's Britta trying to teach her parents how to play. The ears have it. It's not going well. No. They don't quite understand the rules of the game. Um, They ask about Rick, and she's like, we broke up. That's the whole reason I'm over here. I don't want to think about him. She's like, well, something could have changed. What do you mean? In the two minutes since we last talked? You know how it is all with all the apps nowadays? There are a lot of apps. Um, So many apps. And then um, Britta runs off, and uh, the, her parents are just like, "I maybe we did something wrong. I don't, I don't know." Um, Britta's dad saying, "I know we did," is the best moment of the tag because it's just like a, a like forlorn, like I know we did. Of like, so it's not about this this one moment. It's about a lot of moments in the history of that relationship, which is very funny to me. Uh, and that is the end of the episode, and that means that it is time for... Grades! Come on, it's This episode rips. It's so, so good. I was enjoying the whole time. I love seeing Rick slash Subway. Uh, it, the beard, incredible. The jokes, they're hitting. It's... This one was just like... This... You know, and and you brought it up earlier, uh, like last episode was like, okay, we've kind of done this and it, you know, at this point it feels rote and how this episode, like they're just going to punch you in the face with integrated marketing again. And it, God damn it. It just works so well because, because it allow it's not, it's not external to the comedy. It's not like, here's some funny stuff. Now we've got to drive somewhere in our Honda CRV. It's like. The Honda CRV is integrated in the comedy with as as community has always done with KFC and Subway as we've discussed, and it just it's just so good. It's t- it's 
it shouldn't be this good for an episode that is effectively an advertisement for a Honda CRV or a Honda Fit or anything any of the underwater any of the other wonderful products that Honda sells. But it's got Billy Zane, it's got Lisa Lope, it's got Rick slash Subway. It's so good. I I was cackling through the episode, laughing, just it's so good. I think I have to I don't think I can give it an A plus. But man, I re- it's it's tough. I really kind of do, but I think I'll just give it an A because it's I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I definitely agree. I would say it's an A. Um, they the, there's a couple of times this season where they're just like, let's just build on the stuff we've kind of already done before. Um, and like I said with last last week's episode, I don't yeah. feel going back to that well of the gang has secrets that uh, try to tear it apart. Like, you don't need to keep going back to that. I'm glad Community doesn't do this every episode, but oh, like yes. every couple of seasons, just be like, yo, what if what if we did an episode about how guerrilla marketing for Honda is bad, but also the whole time we're just guerrilla marketing for Honda right? with like gratuitous product placement. Like I, I love, I love that shit because only community can put that much of a spotlight on themselves while doing it and have it be good. Right. Like there are so many other TV shows that would try this and fail. And it's like, all right, fine. We get it. Like you're, you're shilling for Honda. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. And you even this, mentioned leverage. This does it so well where I'm just like, it, it's the Honda kayfabe <laughs> is fucking hilarious to me. Like the fact that like, Oh, we have to like avatar because we don't want to like ruffle any feathers because like, we're not monsters. We're trying to sell Hondas here. (laughs) And like, so in order to sell Hondas, you have to like avatar in public. It like the whole, the whole thing is just very funny. And then, um, you know, it's, it's, I also enjoy the Elroy plot. Um, like the Jeff and Elroy plot, because you know, it is Jeff being like, Oh, there's a person in the universe who doesn't like me. And, but also, you know, Unlike a lot of other uh, of Jeff's sort of uh, petty complaints, Elroy is a member of this group. Like, there's legitimate reason that like yeah. he would should want to be liked. Uh, plus, Elroy is funny as heck. So, like, who wouldn't I, like absolutely. Elroy? And uh, so, I, I do like that. Um, you know, they they sort of have have that sort of moment and um i think that's really good obviously getting lisa Loeb in here is great and yeah billy zane and like what great stars to pull in for this it's you just, get lisa Loeb, you get billy so zane what a martin mall and uh um, absolutely didn't even mention uh leslie ann warren are back as britta's parents like the 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 stars in this episode alone you could make a movie with and instead we're selling honda crvs um <laughs> On Yahoo screen. On Yahoo screen. Yeah. We're selling Honda CRVs to level seven susceptibles on on, on Yahoo screen with Billy Zane and Lisa Loeb and Martin Mull and Leslie Ann Warren. How did this happen? Right. And and even how that does this episode of television exist? Even that description sounds like a joke, which is it, so yeah. good. So, anyways, it's definitely an A in my book. I think it's great. Um 
And uh, but we want to know what you think about this mm-hmm. episode about the Honda CRV and its uh, exquisite floor mats, sixty forty fold down seats, uh, all the the space in the back. You can put so many antiques in. You can fuck in it. Um, <laughs> we want to know what you think about that and about <laughs> what what what's, the, what else did we even talk about? What's the most awkward thing you've ever climbed over? Like how Britta climbed over the bar very awkwardly. Would you sell Hondas or date Britta? That's the why, real. Why would does you it have to be an or for this? Well, because um, Britta doesn't want to be involved with your capitalist Honda selling ways. Um, that's fair. So yeah, that's true. You you. What, you what, if and you could, let's be real. <laughs> let's. No one half asses selling a Honda. You're all no, in. You you're doing be, Honda, Honda kayfabe or nothing. Look, it's, it's Honda, Honda K-Fabe or Honda nothing. Here. It's Honda Days. You got to go for it. Um, what Are you a something... Honda Days family or a Toyotathon family? How uh... dare you mention that <laughs> on this hallowed of days? We want to know all these things and more. You can tweet at us on failing website Twitter at Good Greendale. You can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com where you can send us a little email and we'll uh, read it here on the show. Although your days are running out, we're running out of episodes to read we those We are running emails. out of episodes, and we will be returning to Futurama pretty immediately. Pretty much immediately. <laughs> as long as we don't miss an episode, we are going right into Futurama as soon as we're done with this podcast. Um, you can uh, let us know all these things and more at those locations. Um, and uh, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash back to Futurama, where I did finally post a Patreon pre-show. Last hey! week. It was great. Look at that. I'm doing the thing. We're, we're doing the thing that we said we'd do. Uh, and we love you uh, for coming to the end of these. Uh, so I, I, I know this one's been a wild one. So thank you for coming to the end of these. And even if you can't support Patreon, uh, we, we do appreciate you listening. So, And until next time, I'm Ben. And I'm the monster. By the, the Honda CRV. C- Honda CRV. <laughs> I was going to give a stat about it, but that's fine. That works, too.